in association with the Agri Health Network, it's time for That Farm Life podcast, Planting Hope, Harvesting Strength. On That Farm Life, we talk about that life that is that of a farmer and their family. It's about the day-to-day grind, the good times, the tough times, and everything in between, because farming is more than a job, it's a way of life. And we're here to offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. Now, here's your host, a farmer, a former agri-business owner, and also the pastor of a Southern Baptist church in Arkansas, Archie Mason. Well, hey guys, I'm Archie Mason, again, the host of That Farm Life podcast. Thank you for joining us for another episode. As always, remember that That Farm Life podcast is a resource of the AgriHealth Network. Here at the AgriHealth Network, we're always trying to create a safe zone where we can have uh, the conversations talking about the stress and strains of the farming life. And as we always say, hey, it's okay to not be okay. We just want to help you not stay that way. And uh, we are in, I believe now, uh, over uh, 40 states and about 23 countries. So thank you to all of you, wherever you may be, who are listening to us today. Today, we do have a special guest. She is an Arkansan. Uh, She works for the University of Arkansas Cooperative Extension Service. This is Dr. Brittany Schrick, and she is an assistant professor and family life specialist and she helps develop the programs and resources on family life, well-being, and how to manage farm stress. Hey, Dr. Brittany, thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having me. Hey, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell those listening to the podcast kind of exactly what you do. Okay. Well, um, I have lived in Arkansas for about 11 years with my husband, Zach, and my three girls. Um, I've got a 14-year-old, an 11-year-old, and a six-year-old, and we live in Conway. Uh, We moved to Arkansas in 2009 so I could teach at Southern Arkansas University, a great ag school in Magnolia, and we lived there for about six years before we moved to Conway. Um, My husband's family was a farming family in Oklahoma, in Frederick, Oklahoma, so southwest Oklahoma, uh, red dirt country in there, raised cattle and wheat. Um, And then um, I work for the University of Arkansas System Division of Agriculture Cooperative Extension Service, which is a big mouthful uh, way to say that I work for the Cooperative Extension Service. But um, I am the Family Life Specialist, and I work in the Family Consumer Sciences Department. And primarily what I do is parenting education, um, marriage enrichment education, personal development education. And that's kind of how I ended up in this space because personal development education often includes things like stress management. And about four years ago, we had some county agents who got um, interested in the idea of doing stress management education that's geared toward farmers. And so we kind of sought out some programming that was developed at another cooperative extension service in North Dakota um, and adapted it for use in Arkansas. And since then, we have um, received some external funding to do to expand that programming and to do some additional stuff. So we're really excited to be uh, doing this work. And it seems to be have been well received and uh, needed. So Yes, it has. And I, I know when I first heard you speak about this, you were on the podcast with uh, Jason Meadows and you were talking about uh, you know, what's taking place in Arkansas. And I remember uh, I was on a tractor 
and I said, that is an Arkansas girl right there. I said, we got to get her uh, on the podcast. And, you know, when when I go into the our, our cooperative extension service, I'm generally taking soil samples or I'm going to pick up an MP44. I, I really don't think about mental well-being when I walk into uh, the extension service. But uh, now we have an entire segment and, and you're heading that up. You're out of the Little Rock office, correct? Yes, I am stationed in the Little Rock State Office of the Extension Service. Um, We are actually the only extension in the country that our state office is not on the land-grant campus. So we are housed in Little Rock, and of course, the land-grant campus is in Fayetteville. Um, Every other extension uh, service nationwide is on their campus, but we have our own special little outfit in Little Rock. So, yeah. Well, really, that means you're closer to us then because we're on this side of the state. So, (laughs) hey, let me ask you this, and this is kind of an off-the-cuff question, but what what are you seeing and what do you see out there as far as mental health or stress? Uh, Has it changed in the years that you've been involved in this and your teaching, your academic life? Uh, So what are you seeing out there as far as an agriculture with, with mental and just the stress of farming? Well... What I'm seeing primarily is um, an increased willingness to talk about it. So what tends to happen in conversations that I have with people who have been in this profession or have worked with farmers, ranchers, and other ag workers throughout their careers, really no matter how old they are, is that this has always been an issue, but nobody would talk about it. And typically what happens is they refer back to the 80s and talk about people that they knew who died by suicide or people that they knew who lost their operation or some other, you know, tragedy that they remember from the eighties. And then people come back to now and say, they're seeing a lot of the same stuff that they saw at that time, but people are more willing to acknowledge a, that farming's hard B that the stressors, A lot of the stressors um, are constant, and so they're things that are expected, but that some of those expected stressors are worse than they have been in the past. So things like natural disasters are more common and more devastating. And so a lot of it is just this kind of, they know it's hard and they know that to expect the hard, but that it's okay to talk about it. And to say it doesn't make you a weak person or doesn't make you, um, you know, not self-sufficient. It's it's okay to ask for help. And I'm starting to see a little bit more of that conversation, which is great. Dr. Brittany, why do you think that, you know, that's kind of a changing attitude toward that? What are what are some of the things maybe that have led up to people being more willing Uh, I went through the drought in the 80s? I was on the farm uh, with my sister's family. I'm, I remember all that as I was a teenager or while I was graduating high school and going off of college. But so why are people more apt to, because I've sensed it too and seen it since we've been doing this. Why are they more apt to talk about it? You think? I think some of it is just a general cultural shift. So as, as um, it has become more, more okay to talk about it generally in the general population, it kind of filters to the farming population Um, I think in the past, things like therapy or um, stress, who's going to talk about stress? Um, It was viewed as this kind of very middle class 
idea, very city, you know, urban idea. Only only city people are stressed and only, you know, only urban people are going to go to therapy. That's not a thing that that we would do here. Uh, we take care of ourselves and we take care of each other, which is true and wonderful. But that can include um, talking about what is hard and and making sure that um, taking care of each other includes talking about ways to cope with stress that are positive as opposed to, you know, damaging um, and and can cause greater issues. So I think a lot of it's just a larger cultural shift and a larger cultural acceptance. Some of it is that the younger group of farmers grew up hearing about it in ways that an older generation of farmers didn't. And so they didn't necessarily talk about it. As my grandmother would say, we didn't talk it. Um, now, you know, you've got a younger uh, generation of farmers who are willing to talk about it and they don't see it as a weakness. You know, I think too, which I'm, I'm not just saying this because we have a podcast, you know, that Farm Life podcast, but I know I listen to a lot of farm podcasts and uh, some of them very technical in ways. And I, I love dealing with cattle. So I listen to that stuff, but I do hear those conversations coming up about uh, mental health and about emotional well-being, And I think you're right. I think the cultural shift overall with people more apt to uh, talk about that. Now, Hey, here's a question. So most of the farmers I know are not going to walk into the cooperative uh, office. You know, they can say, sorry, go, Hey, I, I need to talk to somebody about uh, stress and strain, but are there some resources that are available? I know we have a county system here and I'm mm-hmm. in Craighead County and live in Poinsett County. So I have two offices I'm in and out of sometimes. What are some resources that are available that anybody, and they're, they're open to anybody can come by there and get them, but especially the farming community, what would that be? So we have a managing farm stress program that we have um, disseminated through the county extension system and all of our family and consumer sciences agents have access to that programming. So typically what we would, what we would see is somebody, um, whether it's the farm bureau, um, you know, person in the county or just the county agent sets up a a meeting. Um, It can be uh, an hour. It can be, we have some programming that's like 15 minutes. So we've had some agents who have gone into like a rotary meeting and done like a little 15 minute thing and given their contact information and some handouts. And then that kind of starts the ball rolling in a way that you're right. Somebody's not going to come in off off the tractor and say, hey, I need, you know, what you got. But they might, if they're already at Rotary, (laughs) hear it and go, oh, you know, that might be kind of, I might, I might call her and have her come and, you know, talk to this whole group of people that we already meet at somewhere else. Or I might, you know, get my pastor to call her and have, you know, a meeting at our church, or I might have the next farm bureau meeting, we might have something or, you know, it, it, the, the assumption is that we can kind of, as you say, hearing it all in all these different podcasts, if we can kind of get enough entry points with, from lots of different places, you'll hear it and it'll make you think of these things when you're in a moment of stress and go, oh, yeah, I did hear that thing. I wonder if I can try that. Um, one thing I have noticed is it does seem like the women are a little bit more um, accepting and a little bit more open to this idea. 
And so what I've noticed is like Farm Bureau Women's Committees, a lot of those have, have um, kind of embraced this programming. Um, and I, some of the best stories I hear are the ones where, um, you know, they talk about where they're going to put the book so that their husband or their dad or whoever they farm with will see it. So they'll put it in the, I'm going to put this in the cab of the tractor. I'm going to put it in the bathroom. That's my favorite. Um, I'm going to put it in the bathroom so they'll see it. Um, and that's one of the great things I think about podcasts too, is you can listen to them while you're by yourself. You don't have to go to, um, you know, some location and let everybody see you because of course that's one of the, the potential concerns that a lot of folks have in, um, especially in rural communities, is if somebody sees you going into wherever, the the rural health clinic, they're going to go, oh, man, did you see so-and-so walking in there? I wonder what I wonder what's wrong. Um, that is also, of course, one of the positives about it being connected to the extension service. You could be going into the extension service for any number of reasons, including taking your soil sample. Um, and you could really be asking a question about something else. So I think that because we already have a rapport and we're already well known with farming communities, we're a trusted resource. Um, and so having um, these sorts of resources available for face-to-face programming, we're working on some online programming that's a little, that will be more accessible to um, just kind of anybody whenever, um, including doing some, not necessarily podcasts, but more like um, meetings to where you could log on at a certain time and um, participate remotely. So you could even be in the cab of your tractor while, um, you know, having a, your morning coffee and talking with a group of people from all over the state about, you know, some topic. So we've got some things coming up uh, with some of the funding that we've received. Uh, but as of right now, mostly what we have is kind of face-to-face programming. So um, it would be contacting your extension agent. Yeah. And so the way we're set up in Arkansas and probably in similar in some of the southern states, it'd be somewhat similar uh, regarding that. So we have a lot of people listening for, mm-hmm. from Louisiana, Mississippi, but really they could just contact their uh, ex- contact their extension agent, yeah. uh, and and there may be uh, someone who is dedicated uh, in kind of family care that works there, or if not, that agent will have the information or be able to get a hold of it. Uh, to yeah, so to Mississippi it. for sure, I know has a really wide. Um, range of this type of programming available. Um, so I can, I can speak, I work with some of the folks from Mississippi extension and I know they've got some great resources. Okay. Now, Dr. Brittany, you also, you have a blog, don't you, that you, you write a blog through the extension service. Hey, tell us about that. Okay. So I have family life Fridays blog and, um, basically I just kind of cover topics dealing with multiple aspects of family life. So I do a lot of issues with parenting, a lot of things about, managing stress, a lot of things about um, things like dealing with kids' tantrums, um, taking trips as a family, um, talking to your kids about consent. Um, I've done lots of different things. I've got a series about training your kids to stay home alone safely and that kind of stuff. So um, it's available on our website and we have lots of different types of information and it's updated regularly. Hey, so if someone wanted to ex, you know, access that, how would they do that? What what website is that? It is, we just changed our domain. So everything's a little bit different. And I have to I have to retell myself. Um, it's uaex.uada.edu slash family life Friday is how you would get to it. 
You might want to say that one more time. I know. <laughs> UAEX.UADA.edu slash Family Life Friday. Okay. Well, hey, I'm sure there'll be some folks that'll check that out. Hey, if you've got a 14-year-old down to a six-year-old, you've got a lot of experience. And you <laughs> yes. said all three girls. All three girls. Right? Yeah. Well, I raise boys. I don't know anything about girls. <laughs> <laughs> so except I've been married for 33 years to... Uh, the love of my life. So, hey, Dr. Brittany, let me ask you a couple other questions real quick. What f- Farmers are so good about taking care of everything else. Uh, I, I can just tell you every time of year, you know, you're going to get the crop in, they're going to start bush hogging turn rows. They're going to start doing this, you know, and then poly pipes going out. I mean, it's we, everybody has a system. Why do sometimes, why is the farming community probably the worst at taking care of themselves sometimes? I mean, do you have any insight into that? Well, I think some of it is that kind of self-sufficiency idea that I've already kind of talked about a little bit. There's just a, a view of we can, we can handle it. We can take care of ourselves. I think that often it's not Farmers are reluctant to view themselves as the assets that they are. So um, what happens to your operation if you aren't okay? And that's really important. I think that's a really important way to kind of frame it, to think, okay, if I don't take care of myself, whether that's physical self, mental health, all of the above, if I don't take care of myself, what's going to happen? And, um, it's a, it's also a safety issue. So if you're, if you're very, um, if you're under a lot of stress, you tend to not take good care of your body. So you might, you might drink too much. You might eat too much. You might not move around. You might just, you know, go straight from the tractor to the house and back and not do any other type of positive physical activity. Your blood pressure might be high. You might hurt your back, but not go to the doctor. There's any number of things that you might do that are going to negatively impact your ability to work safely. And if you aren't taking care of yourself, your operation is going to have a hard time too. So I think sometimes it's good to to think about yourself as an asset on the farm. So you would take care of your tractor. You would take care of your combine, you would take care of your barn, you would take care of your land, but you need to take care of yourself too, so that all of those things can work the way that they need to. You know, Doc, you you brought up something I I agree with 100%, and probably it's really been, I'll call it, I guess, a revelation for me to have understanding of this in the past year as we've been involved in what we're doing here at AgriHealth is that the overarching thing that the farming community, those farmers, those ag individuals do need to view themselves as the asset that they are. And that has not, I never remember that really being talked about mm-hmm. in times past. And you're right. I was thinking about that. And I thought about those guys on the tractor, they're crossing one field to the other. There are a lot of those guys thinking, I'm not going to take my tractor through that ditch to the other side. Uh-huh. I'm going to go around because there's a good possibility I'm going to break something. We don't even view ourselves like that. We're like, right. sometimes we think we're like Superman or Superwoman. We can <laughs> do anything. And so, wow, that is a great point. And hopefully, I believe that'll be an encouragement uh, to some of those who are out there listening. Today. Hey, as we end today, what advice or encouragement do you have for any of our listeners who may be dealing with anxiety, depression, or stress, or any other maybe mental health concern? What advice would you give? 
the main advice I would give is just to understand that you're not alone in feeling that way. Um, I can say with 100% certainty that you know somebody else who is dealing with a similar issue. And anytime you feel like nobody cares about this, nobody wants to hear this from me, take a step back, look, look at it from a more objective standpoint, kind of look at it like somebody else would look at it, look at it like you would talk to a friend um, and talk to yourself in the way you might talk to your friend. So if your friend came to you with a concern, you wouldn't go, oh man, you, I don't want to hear this. You would say, oh, wow. Okay. Well, I have, let me, let me see what I can do. Let me see if I can help you with this. Talk, think of yourself and talk to yourself like you would talk to a friend because that's, I think that's the way that we can give ourselves grace. That's the way that we can give ourselves um, a break and to go, okay, everybody's got, everybody has their rough patches. Everybody has their moments of needing help or reassurance or compassion And we're not great at giving those to ourselves. And so I think that that's one of the main things that I would say is just to to think of, you know, an issue that you have that um, as if a friend came to you with that same issue. But Dr. Brittany, I like how you stated that. Give yourself grace. So we don't hear that too often. And I agree with that 100 percent. Doctor, thank you for sharing with us today. And uh, hey, I, I wish you well on all that you do. And thank you for thank serving you. in Arkansas. And My pleasure. Uh, I want to say, hey, may God bless you and your husband and your girls that you got. That's yeah. a, that is a amazing. Hey, to all the listeners out there, let me just remind you, stress is a part of that farm life. And we are always looking for ways to help you understand how to reduce that and how to deal with those issues. As Dr. Brittany brought out, if you're here in the Arkansas area or even even some of our surrounding states, I know uh, because I, I lived it, you have a good relationship with your county agent and they're always an individual you can reach out to and talk to about anything. So I would encourage you to you know be willing to reach out to them. And, and here in Arkansas, look into the programming that uh, Dr. Brittany was talking about uh, that comes through the uh, University uh, of Arkansas. Hey, as always, too, we've got some resources on our website, agrihealth.net. And we also have some uh, counselors that we do recommend in Arkansas and some of the surrounding states that we work with. And so we will help you in any way we can. Always reach out to us, info at agrihealth.net. If you have uh, uh, an interest or an idea or a situation you'd like to talk with us about, we'd love to do it. We always want to hear your stories. And so if you're interested in sharing a story, uh, maybe coming off the farm, uh, again, reach out and let us know. And as, as always, too, if you have any uh, type of uh, spiritual questions, anything that that you would like to discuss with me about, you can always email me direct at archie at agrihealth.net. Hey, check us out again on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter on the podcast. Subscribe to the podcast. If you like us, leave a comment, share us with your friends. Hey, we'll be back next week. Until then, keep farming and keep the faith. been listening to That Farm Life Podcast, planting hope, harvesting strength with your host, Archie Mason. That Farm Life Podcast is a creation of the Agri-Health Network in conjunction with Grounded Faith Ministries, where we offer opportunities to help you deal with the stress and strains of farm life through faith, family, and community with other farmers. You can learn more about who we are and what we do on our website at agrihealth.net. That's agrihealth, one word, Thanks for listening, and until next week, keep the faith.